Pickaxe. Oh, my coffee is too hot. It is too hot to drink. So I will hold. I will hold. Uh, this week, we're talking about burnout, uh, which is such a, a typical YouTuber guy topic to talk about. Uh, but I'm just talking about it because I've been, honestly, I've been feeling a little bit burnt out the past couple weeks, to be honest. I'm kind of getting out of it now. But uh, yeah, I, I was kind of, I was worn out. I was, I was a little, I was a little tired. So yeah, I thought I'll just share some some general thoughts on it and, and, and talk about it while it's kind of fresh in my mind. And I opened up questions on the Discord for this one. So a lot of the notes I have are kind of structured around that a little bit. I mean, there's a lot of thoughts I, I wanted to just talk about and then some of the questions kind of feed into what I wanted to talk about anyway. So that's good. And then there was a couple of questions which were like, um, yeah, just sparked new ideas that I maybe wouldn't have thought about, which was is good. So I maybe I'll do more opening up questions beforehand, uh, before I start uh, making notes. Thinking of a topic earlier. Anyway, shall we get on with it? I wanted to open with this question because it's something that I hadn't really considered until it was asked. It was a question from Adam, which was, what's the difference between overload? And burnout slash fatigue. And I think well, burnout slash fatigue, yeah, all these, these are like three different forms of like being tired, right? And they're all kind of tied into overworking, I think. So overload, I think specifically, is when you have like too many different things on or too little time to do lots of different things. Overload is just like you got too much for the time you have to do it. That's what I think overload is. Uh, fatigue, I think, is, is a kind of a general thing when you're kind of just worn out, you're tired, you've been working too hard for too long, you're fatigued, that's just general. But I think where burnout differs from fatigue is I think it's more specific for, like, creativity. It's kind of like creative fatigue or creative exhaustion when you're kind of out of... You're out of the juice. You're out of your creative juice sort of thing, right? And that's where I think it's it's different. So, yeah, I, I was feeling a little bit creatively out of juice this past week. So I've I've kind of taken, I say past week, the past couple of weeks, I, I took some time off to basically chill out, chill my brain out, chill the thinking out. I didn't really do too much the past week. I've done admin work, but other than that, I haven't really done much creative work i mean i've i've done a bit more now now i'm feeling better better it's kind of amped back up but like i basically took a break from doing any sort of creative work and i basically needed to give myself that time window to you know build back up the creative energy basically but yeah i think we as people we as people this sounds like a we live in a society kind of thing we as people i think have like different batteries as it were we have different kind of energies for different activities it's all kind of under one sort of general energy level but i feel there's like different batteries associated for doing different things so we have like our creative battery right and when that's that's depleted you're you're burnt out that that's kind of what i've been talking about but i think we have like other batteries so i think we've got like a creative one I think there's like physical, like a, literally doing physical activity. I think socials definitely 
a kind of energy that you need to keep track of for me mainly and like a mental energy and maybe there's more but those were the ones I could think of like creative physical social and mental and I feel like those in from my experience are kind of differentiated and I can kind of do one of those things without depleting the energy of another like I could I could go for a run and that would only deplete my physical energy and probably recharge like my mental energy at the same time and like if I go out and and socialize I'm going to deplete my social energy uh but but maybe my mental mental state will increase and it's kind of like balancing these different energy levels to keep them at a healthy level um I'm trying to think if there's any more I'm sure there is I'm sure if you you've really thought about it, there's probably different kind of energies but yeah I, ba- I basically see people as <laughs> people as having different kind of batteries and once you deplete one of them it's bad times basically and so like I think the only way you sort of regain charge on 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 a battery is by not doing an activity associated with it so if you're physically worn out you gotta not do some exercise basically you gotta rest and that's a very straightforward thing. And so for burnout, when you're depleted on creative energy, you just need to take a break from doing anything creative just so you can sort of recharge that energy and then come back. So yeah, that's basically what I've been doing for the past couple of weeks. And now look at me, I'm full of I'm full of creative juices. Oh boy, oh boy. Um, I'm ready to get back onto making stuff, basically. But yeah, that's kind of why I was like, this past week, I haven't done any creative work. I've done admin work. I've still like, I've obviously, I've still got work I need to be doing, but I'm trying to make sure I'm doing other work. Just so I'm not like massively backlogged. I'm like postponing the creative work, but trying to do all the other kind of work. Like I have the capacity to do it. Yeah, I, can't, I don't have like creative energy, but I'll do my, my mental energy work. I'll do my admin. I'll do my emails. I'll still exercise. I'll still do all that. Um, I think for me specifically i think exercise is one of those things where it really does help my creative side so i went running for the first time in like a long time this past couple of weeks I've, I've been running a lot uh now that the sun's out basically now that the weather's good i've been running a lot more and i think for me running is one of those activities which really just fucking amps up my creative energy i think it's like the fourth time alone it's the endorphins it's a mix of the two which i don't know it, it just does it does wonders for me i don't i don't know why running specifically like lifting weights doesn't quite hit the same as running for my brain juices i think it's because when i'm running i kind of hit this autopilot mode where i'm just i'm just going i'm not thinking too much like i guess with lifting weights i kind of have got to think of like oh okay i need i'm doing this exercise now i need to set this weight for this muscle and then it's a lot more having to think and concentrate on what I'm doing. And oh, is my form correct? Am I going to injure myself? But with running, it's kind of just, I'm just going. I don't have to think about it. I can just do it. And there's no input into my brain. I think that's probably what also helps the creative brain recharge is not having that input, right? Because like the most input I'm having is like music when I'm running. And even that, I kind of end up tuning out and end up just thinking. And then I think music's one of those things where it's just very easy to drown out music. It just becomes very sort of background noise. And I guess when I'm running, it's one of those few times where I literally have 
like little to no input going into my brain. I think a lot of the time when I'm sat around my flat or walking about, I'm listening to a podcast normally or I'm watching something, I'm watching a video. I've normally got some sort of input coming in and I'm not allowing myself that time to sort of reflect. And I think because of that sort of constant input, it's kind of slowly chipping away at like creative energy because like you're, you're processing stuff, right? And the more inputs you have coming in, it's kind of like a little bit of overload. You're looking at something creative and you're trying to understand it. And it, it takes a little bit of effort, not much effort. Obviously, it's not much effort to process of watching a video, but it's still a little bit of overlap in that sort of creative energy. I think that's why it's important to take that sort of break, right? And just in general, not even just like going for a run. I think it's important to take breaks in time to sort of let your brain process ideas. Um, I, I always find like the longer I kind of let an idea mature and kind of process it, the better the final outcome is of that idea. Like say I have an idea for a video. Quite often it's very easy to just rush out an idea for a video and get it done. But other times I'm like, okay, let's think about it a bit longer. Let's let's churn this idea around and kind of refine it. Uh, and then normally, you know, the time to process it refines it and makes it better. So we're saying we should stop listening to the podcast. Yeah, 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 exactly. If you're burnt out, stop listening to anything. For sure, honestly. If you're listening to this right now and you're going, you know what, I actually feel really burnt out. Stop listening. Go for a walk and listen to nothing. Have some time to process. Stop thinking. Touch some grass. Yeah. I think it's hard though. Like it's hard to not listen to stuff in, in this day and age, especially for me. I live quite a, a solitude life. Like I don't, I don't get out now that I like, I work from home. I don't see anyone. And I'll be real. It's a little bit lonely. So it's very easy to, for me to just put on a podcast to have a bit of company. But I think also because I'm constantly having like that sort of heavy input. If you're socializing with people, if you're out working in an office, you kind of have a light level of input with other people. But a podcast is kind of quite heavy in terms of engagement and focus needed. And so it's very easy for me to just put one on. And I think because of that, I tire myself out quite quickly. And so I'm trying to get into a better habit of, of not being constantly sort of interacting with stuff. Um, since getting, I got an iPad recently, right? And since getting that, I've uninstalled social media from my phone because you just get in the habits of like, oh, I just want a little bit of input while I'm doing a thing. Oh, let me have a quick scroll while I'm, I'm not doing anything else. Let me, my phone's easy to grab, okay? My phone is very easy to grab and look at to get a little bit of input. And since getting my iPad, I've, I've, I've stopped do, doing that immediate grab because it's a lot more effort because I'm like, the apps are still there. They still exist. So I still have access to Instagram and Twitter. But it's just a bit of a pain now because I've got to use two hands. It's a little bit clunky. So I'm only using it when I really need to. And I think that's kind of helped me over the past couple of weeks where I'm not oversaturating my brain. And it's allowing me that time to sort of just just chill out and kind of build back up that energy that I'm otherwise sort of slowly depleting. But yeah. So... I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna try and keep pausing because I feel like I'm gonna go on like rambly little bits and I'm slowly gonna lose like any kind of energy as I'm talking because um, I think especially when you're talking about something like quite low key kind of sad like burnout's kind of like a lame ass thing to chat about it's kind of it's kind of a drag I feel like when I kind of get rambling on it I am gonna end up just snowballing and becoming very monotone and 
being kind of boring. So I'm going to try, I'm going to try, I'm going to try and pause myself and make sure I'm not just going. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's talk about working in online media. This is the next sort of heading I've got on my notes. Burnout is kind of something I've become very aware of from working in sort of online digital media sort of thing. I think it's a, it's a very common problem, sort of burnout, overworking, especially within YouTube. And well, I guess any kind of online media, like maybe, maybe like podcasting as well, I guess. But I think specifically YouTube is what I've had a lot of focus on. And it's because of this culture of never missing an upload. You've got to hit an upload constantly, consistently. You've got to go another video, another video, another video. You can never sort of rest. It's kind of, you do one, what's the next? And there's none of this sort of time to pause. There's none of this reflection period. It's kind of just constant work just because of how YouTube's structured and how you kind of have to make your, make your content. I think because of that, a lot of people get burnt out real quick. And that's why it's a, it's a problem within the industry. It's a problem. Um, but I think more, more people are getting aware of it. So I guess it's people are kind of becoming more accepting of taking breaks. But still, I think it's, it's just a big old issue. It's a big old issue. You know, it's not, it's not like TV, right? When you're producing something, TV, you make a series of something, right? You have a set number of episodes and you publish them. And then you, you take a break. You take a year to make another, another one. You don't, it's not just like churning it out. There's like points of reflection. There's still breaks in between. It's not just never ending sort of one after the other. It's kind of sectioned, right? And it's sort of having scheduled breaks in it. And I think this kind of outlook of scheduled breaks is, is something I've tried to account for when I've been like producing stuff. So when I've been producing content, this is kind of largely looking at Scrub Dota as a series. Scrub Dota, which was weekly uploads of the, the same sort of show, as it were. The same show hitting every week and making sure it's consistent. Yeah, it's it's the YouTube format of every week, forever and ever and forever and always. But I always try to sort of take this kind of mindset of accounting for being overloaded on work. Accounting to take time off. Basically, scheduling and getting ahead. As this podcast as well, like... I'm very aware of this podcast becoming like stressful for me. So when I, when I started doing this podcast, it was, I don't want to do every week because I know I can't hit every week. Yeah. I try and record every week, but I don't release them every week. It's kind of for every one I release. I also want to get one ahead. It's kind of publish one and get one in the bank for every, every sort of week. Right. It's kind of the plan and it's kind of the, the strat that feels like it works. So like with the Scrub Dota software, I was still posting one video a week. We would try and record two episodes a week and sort of bulk those in. And sort of, you sort of build this buffer zone of, of getting ahead. So like when the time comes of like, oh, I'm a little bit overworked or, oh, I'm feeling burnt out. I need to take a break. You have this buffer zone of safety of like, there's no pressure right now. I can, I can take a time out. I can, I can have some chill time. And that's fine. It's completely, it's planned for. Like, I'm not feeling too hot. I can take this time out and it's it's still fine. Like, the creative work's still done. Even though now I don't have the creative energy to do it right now, 
I'm ahead, so I don't need to stress about it. I don't have to force it. And it's kind of like giving yourself like permission to relax and have time off without without stressing about it. It's kind of, yeah, get get ahead so you can chill out, chill that brain out. Give it time to recharge when it's when it's needed needing time. Basically. But yeah, accounting for being overworked and giving yourself a buffer zone for when you physically can't or mentally can't work, important. But I think the other thing that's kind of equally important is kind of forcing yourself to take time off. Even though you feel like maybe you're fine to keep going, I think literally just forcing some scheduled time off is very beneficial. Even though you're feeling fine, you're feeling good, I think it's still very important to just go, right, no, this day to this day, I'm not working. And it's very it's very easy to kind of get wrapped up in work, especially if like you're self-employed or you're doing content, which is kind of forever and always seven days a week. Even though you're enjoying it and having having a good time making stuff, it's still kind of easy to get wrapped up in stuff and not realize that you're overworking yourself, right? Um, I think I think within like nine to five culture, I think booking holidays is kind of the thing, right? And it's very common for people to go, I'm I'm booking holiday and I'm having set time off here. I think that's very healthy. And even like nine to five jobs, you have a weekend. Every week, you have time off every week to chill out. I honestly, it's so important. It's so important to have this time and to not work during this time. Because otherwise, you're slowly depleting yourself, even though if you're enjoying your work. Like, I, I love all my work. I really do enjoy it. So for me, it doesn't quite feel like I'm working because I'm enjoying the process. I'm having fun all the time. I'm editing. It's work, but I enjoy it. I'm I'm making assets it's work, but I'm having fun. But because I enjoy it, it's, it's it's hard to sort of catch myself and go, oh, I'm actually overworking myself and not realizing. Because I'm enjoying it as well. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm, I'm trying... I basically try to give myself one day a week where I, I force myself to not do work. And quite often I end up doing a little bit of admin, but like I try to make sure I'm like, right, no, no fucking big work today. Yeah, maybe do an email. Maybe do a tiny thing, but no big work. Try and take this whole day to recharge yourself. But it's very easy to just keep working. Um, so Monday is typically my day off. I, I try and force myself to take one day off on a Monday, uh, which works for me. It works for me. Basically one day a week to just have personal time and just just chill the fuck out. Chill the fuck out. I mean, typically this kind of extends, like I ha- kind of had two personal days a week. It's normally like I have Monday to do fun fun stuff. And then I normally have like one other day a week to do like life admin, like cleaning and all, all the kind of personal work as it were. So I think that's the other thing why we have weekends is so everyone's got personal admin to do. You know, like you got to sort out bills, you got to sort out this and this and that. So yeah, I try, I try and have like two, basically two days off a week. But one of those days I kind of try and do my life admin of like shopping and cleaning and um, and that kind of works for me. Um, do I ever struggle knowing what to do uh, with my day off? Not, I don't know. Honestly, I just kind of just hang out with my girlfriend on my day off. Like, I just chill out. Uh, norm, like, sometimes we'll have something planned, but normally it's just, like, let's just hang out. Let's just do something. It's, it's never anything too too massive, to be honest. Because, like, we're normally both fucking exhausted, I think is also the thing. 
because like we both work constantly and so we both have like a day off a week and we're both like oh should we just chill out yeah let's just chill out let's just let's kind of just take an easy one maybe we'll go out for a coffee but sometimes it is weird yeah like trying to think of an activity i think there is often quite a lot of pressure when you don't have anything to do weirdly weirdly it is like i don't know there's like a kind of guilt where it's like i have free time you want to make the most out of it you should really be maximizing this time off that you have on the other hand i think i've become very aware that it is kind of just a day to relax and there's no pressure anymore on myself well i try to relieve pressure on myself of you don't have to do anything i still get those days of like i feel like i should be doing something um like this past week where it's like i gave myself i gave myself permission i was like right i've scheduled next week i'm gonna get all my work done that's fine this set day zelda has come out i'm going to play zelda on this day and i've scheduled i've done all my work up to this point i've scheduled when i'm going to do the rest of my work which is mostly done anyway I literally have one set 24 hour period where it's like, I literally have nothing to do. I've done all my work. And somehow on that day, I still feel like I get that itching of like, I should be working right now. So it still creeps in. And it's still like, I feel like I'm not doing anything with my time. I'm like, ah, oh. and that guilt is so frustrating. And it's just like, how do you deal with that? I don't know. I don't know. It just, it just comes. You just got to try and learn to accept it, but it still creeps in. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get better and I have gotten better at taking time off. I, I used to be really bad at it. I used to be really bad, but I'm, I have gotten better over the past couple years, basically, of taking time to chill. Because, oh lord, it's important. And you don't realize how important it is until you don't do it for a long time. And then you kind of just basically overwork yourself and it just gets worse and worse. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> It's weird talking about this topic with like a smile on my face, you know? It's like we it's kind of weird going, oh yeah, rem- like burnout's kind of shit and you feel awful about it. It's kind of weird talking about it with like a smile. Um anyway. Oh. Good coffee. Good coffee. I'm going to be buzzing for the rest of the day. This next question is from Pythagorascal on the Discord. It is um, how do you feel about your work slash creative outlet slash yourself uh, when and if you have burnout? How do you feel about your work when you have burnout? How do you feel about your creative work when you have burnout? How do I feel about myself when I have burnout? It's a triple question all tied into one. Um, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. I think when you're burnt out as well, it's hard to not take it personally. And I think it's very easy to beat yourself up when you're feeling burnt out. It's, I think for me personally, it's like my initial instinct of like, if I'm feeling burnt out, is like, I don't realize it straight away. I think it's the thing. And it's kind of getting annoyed. I'm like, I'm not doing anything good. All the work I'm doing is crap. I don't, I'm not enjoying anything. Right. I think, and I think that's the main thing. It's like, I'm not enjoying anything. I think is the main one. I think personally, when I'm burnt out, it's not that I'm out of ideas. Right. Honestly, ideas kind of come very easily to me. Like ideas, ideas are piss easy, right? I think the problem is when I'm burnt out is just I'm not excited about any of the ideas. Is they're just all kind of just like I'm just not interested in them. I don't want to do any of them. 
and it's just like everything's kind of meh. It's kind of honestly, it kind of feels like a like a depression for specifically creativity. That's what it feels like when I really think about it. It kind of feels like depression for creativity. It's like nothing's inspiring, everything's bland, nothing feels great, and it's just like eh for everything. And it's like not that you're not thinking of ideas. It's just nothing feels great. Everything feels bland. Nothing, nothing feels inspiring. Like sometimes I have an idea and I'm feeling burnt out and I won't want to do it, but, but give it another month, right? Give it a month when I'm no longer feeling burnt out. That same idea be like, yeah, let's, let's go. Let's do it. Right. I'm excited for it. And that's literally happened this, this past sort of month or so where it's like, I've had ideas for videos and then I overwork myself. I get a bit burnt out. Don't want to do any of my videos. They're not, not inspiring me anymore. I'm not feeling excited to make any of these, these ideas. But as I've come out of the burnout again, it's like, oh, no, this is still a good idea. This is still a fine idea to do, which is weird. It's very weird. Um, so yeah, I guess it's kind of like a creative depression, I think, is the easiest way I can sort of break it down, right? Um, and it's the sort of thing, it's like, it's kind of hard to catch yourself when you're burnt out. Like you sort of, the symptoms are there before you realize it's happened, right? And the longer it is before you sort of acknowledge that you're burnt out, the worse the kind of spiral gets, right? Like if you're uninspired about something, it can, you can kind of very easily spiral and go, oh, I don't want to do this. Oh, all my ideas aren't, aren't fun for me at the moment. Oh, everything, everything's just, oh, it's all rubbish. And you kind of spiral and it takes longer to recover. The further you go down this spiral of, of the, the burnout cycle, it's kind of like, it's harder and harder to get out. It's like, it's like a depression. The longer you're in it, the, the harder it is to get out. And, it, and I think it's kind of all like a mental state game with yourself, right? And it's kind of, you've really got to try and catch yourself and just realize it's okay. It's okay. It's, it's an okay state to be in. It's like, I honestly, like, I still experience depression. Like I, I quite often, like maybe every couple months, I have like a depressive episode. And it's when I catch myself and realize this is fine. I feel like this and just accept it rather than spiral on it and go, oh, I feel bad. Oh, why am I always feeling bad? And you spiral down. I think once you acknowledge, okay, my brain is doing this right now. So you're burnt out. My brain is feeling creatively burnt out right now. That's fine. That's just a thing. I just need to take time. It's okay to take a break. And then once you've caught yourself, it's so much easier to get out of it. And you don't spiral. It's kind of, it's, it's weird. It's just picking up on the symptoms of, of yourself and knowing how you react to certain things, right? But yeah, but yeah. I think the biggest sort of thing that helps me get out of a spiral is kind of trying to remember that it's okay to take some time. Oh, fuck, I've said the word time again. I've said the word time. Don't get me started. Don't get me started on time. Not again. Not again. That hour-long recording that turned into a 15-minute episode. That out. No. Fuck, dude. I have, I'm not sure. If, the thing is, that recording had sent me so far. I'm not sure if you even touched on this. Anyway, the, the thing that kind of allows me to get out of this, the spiral, the depressive spiral of, of burnout is is realizing that it's okay to be slow in life i think i think i think the realization that we as a culture with with the internet and stuff it feels like everything's moving fast right it feels like everything's moving a million miles an hour 
the more the more I think about it, the more I realize that's not the case. I think just because of online stuff, we're seeing a lot more shit. Obviously, we're seeing a lot more shit. I think that like everything's still kind of moving slowly. Everything's moving slowly, but because we're seeing so much more, right? It gives the impression that things are moving moving fast because you're seeing so many things. It kind of gives the impression that everything's moving fast. You're seeing like a thousand things move slowly. You're like everything's moving so fast because you're seeing a thousand things move. It feels like it's moving fast, but when reality, everything's still moving slowly. So relatively, you're probably still moving at the same pace as everything else. But it's just very easy to see that perspective of like, you see everything moving. You go, damn, everything's moving fast. I'm not doing all that shit. It's because you're just looking at a thousand different things moving slowly. It feels like a lot. And it's kind of going, just, just realizing to yourself, it, it's fine. It's fine to take some time to move a bit slower. And I think that's the one thing that normally pulls me out of like a burnout spiral is going like, Yes, it's fine. It's fine. I don't have to be producing stuff constantly. It's okay to take a little break. It's okay to take some time. Uh, Lamau, Ellie, giggle. Um, ha ha, he he, hoo hoo. This next question is also from Pythagorasical. And it doesn't make it more difficult if my job is also my hobby. Ho oh boy. Ho oh boy, yes. Ho oh boy, yes. Bruh. Bro, if you have a creative job that is your hobby, if your job is your hobby and it's creative, you are fucked, mate. You are fucked. GG, go next. Uh, oh, oh my God. It's hard, man. If you're reliant on your, your creative juices 100% of the time for your hobby and your money, oh, you're, you're dead. You're, <laughs> you're dead. I'm sorry. Um... It's a stupid place to be in. <laughs> I'm laughing because that's been me for the past year. Uh, that's why. I, that's why I laugh. I f- I feel I've delved on this topic long enough in previous podcasts. The media versus art podcast episode went hard into this idea of, of creativity and and all all the sort of adjacent things. But yeah, it, it's a, it's a tough one. Um, like if, if you've burnt yourself out and then you've got the added pressure of it also being like your job and you need the added pressure of, oh, incredibly burnt out and then having the added pressure of, I need to make money. It's a no bueno. It's, it's definitely a no bueno. Um, I think I'm kind of fortunate in the way that I feel there are certain aspects of like my creativity that I can separate from myself weirdly um like freelance work feels very different to making videos for myself right it's still kind of using that creative energy but it's it's kind of it's kind of slightly different it's like i can do freelance work and i don't need to be passionate about it right and so if i'm not passionate about something i don't need like the max level of like creative excitement sort of thing i think that's where it can kind of be okay but still you're using up your creative energy which is which is the problem right it is the problem like if i've had a long day doing design work for freelance work i'm not gonna then spend my free time doing a little bit of art and creative work because i've used up all my creative energy so it is kind of tough it's still like although i can kind of separate 
creative work from myself, it's still difficult if you're using up all your creative energy and it's like, you need to banter. And like, when your job is also your hobby, you're just going to tire yourself out so, so fast. Like I know lots of like artists where they, they become artists for their job. And because they've done that, they stop doing the little passion projects on the side because they've used up all their creative energy during the day. And so when they get home, they're like, I don't want to do more creative stuff. I've used all my creative juices to do doodles all day and I got paid for it. And that was cool. But now I don't have it for my hobby. And so like, I'm like half in the mindset of like, do I even want a creative job or do I just want like a kind of tedious job that I can just, just do. And it's a weird place where I'm like, I, I could go and continue doing creative work. And I'm blind. I'm honestly, honestly, I'm so half torn to get like a part-time job as like a barista or something. And it's not like, I'm not having to draw and I have to think creatively. It's just something I can do. Right. And then in my free time, I'll still have my f- full max creative energy to do my hobbies and honestly i'm very torn about this i'm very torn um but also i really enjoy like when i have freelance work where i'm doing creative work and it's something i'm good at and enjoy um so so yeah i feel like i contradict i contradict myself so hard i was like yeah i can separate myself from my work and it's fine and i also said actually no if i'm out of creative juice i can't do creative juice (laughs) It's the second one. It's not the first one. Yeah, as much as I can separate myself. It's like, I think what I meant from like, I can separate my creativity from myself. It's like, I think when I'm doing passion projects, like when I'm making my own videos, I feel I need the maximum amount of creative energy. But when it's freelance work, it doesn't have to be completely overflowing creativity sort of energy. It's kind of, I can can do middle ground energy for it because I'm not having to use passion. I think passion sort of occurs when you're maxed out on that energy, right? Um, I think that makes sense. We'll see in the edit. We'll see in the edit whether that whether that was coherent. <laughs> um, right. I guess that kind of like brings me on to like this next month, right? I've I've announced in the Discord that I'm taking a couple weeks off of making videos, right? But basically, I, the next month I've got a couple of like creative projects on freelance work. I've got freelance work coming in this next month where I know I need creative energy for it. I still have video ideas is the thing. And I want to do these videos, but I know that over the next month, I need my creative energy for this freelance work. I need, I need to give it the attention it deserves. And I know that if I'm doing well, I'm, well, when I'm doing this work, I'm going to slowly deplete my creative energy. And I want to make sure these videos that I'm doing are good. So I'm I'm tactically not doing them. Basically, I'm gonna go, all right, I'm putting these on hold until my freelance work is done. Because I'd rather do them well. And I know that if I'm trying to do all this freelance work at the same time that I'm trying to do like my passion project videos, I'm honestly gonna get burnt out. And basically I've become a lot more aware of managing my creative levels to the point where it's like, okay, this is happening. I got this work to do. Let's not overwork myself, basically. Let's not get burnt out. Let's let's plan how much I can juggle so I don't overwork myself. And so I don't overwork myself, I won't get burnt out. This next question is from our boy Hayden, who asks, which of the burnout series did you enjoy the most? Paradise was my personal favorite. Now, obviously what we do here is a little joke because we're doing an episode about burnouts 
Um, but what they've done here is they've interpreted it as like the Burnout video game series. Honestly, I didn't rate Burnout Paradise. I didn't like the open world design of it, to be honest. What I like from my arcade races is selecting a track and I like playing through the track. I didn't like the open world of like, oh, you start at these lights and then you got to follow your mini map and it's kind of unclear of where you need to go. So I didn't rate Burnout Paradise. What was the PSP one? The PSP one was great as well. They all had great soundtrack as well. Can we just like the EA, early EA games, the early sort of racing games, like, S- like SSX as well. SSX and Burnout, pop in soundtracks. Pop in soundtracks. Anyway, a serious question from them is also, um, what do you find to be the right steps to recovering from Burnout? And how do you go about managing yourself to minimize it? I've gone a lot over how I already sort of take steps to manage it already. Um, but what do I do? What is my recovery method? Obviously, I mentioned just accepting that it will take time. Yes, that's that's one thing. It's just it is just time, I think, as a general thing. But there are other things I do. What do I do? What do I do when I feel burnt out? Other than do nothing and taking time, I think it's important to have like a variety of stimulants. Basically, I think it's very easy to get burnt out when you're doing a lot of the same thing on repeat. So I think when you're feeling burnt out, it's important to get out of your comfort zone and do something new and just do something different. Do something different to what you've been doing to basically get something something fresh. So, so drugs. Yeah, go do some drugs. No, don't. No. Um, <laughs> so what I do is like I go out. I see people. Um, I, I watch new things. I watch weird things. I take time to think as well. Um, basically. Um, what, what do I do? Yeah, it's just kind of, it's just honestly, it's just taking in lots of different things and processing it and just taking time it's it's taking time honestly more than anything else um but also variety input i think with lockdown burnout became kind of a massive thing with creators because everyone was kind of stuck inside right everyone was kind of doing the same thing every day all day no no one was doing anything new for so long and i think definitely over lockdown a lot more people got burnt out just because they couldn't go go out and do stuff they couldn't have a little bit of of stimulants I think that's probably why I think I think over the past year I've been getting burnt out a lot more frequently because honestly I haven't gone out that much. I'm I'm an idiot for doing it. It's just it's just my my bad. I I don't go out enough. I kind of stay within my little my little flat. I go out and film and that's about it. I need to get better at going out and, and doing more stuff and having a little bit of variety, a little bit of difference in stimulation basically. Um, so yeah, the, the recovery method for when you're bur- burnt out is watch some different stuff, chill out, uh, and, and just do some, something different and take some time. That's all it is, baby. That's all it is. But yeah, I think that about does it for chatting about burnout. Closing thoughts, Joe? Um, it happens. Burnout happens when... You are out of creative juices. And to get that energy back, you need to not be doing creative juice activities. <laughs> uh, if you if you enjoyed listening to this, come come watch it live. I record these live on Twitch every week. So so come come say hi. Come watch them live if you want. Or not. Keep keep watching it in the background while you're doing other stuff. That's also chill. Um catch you next week. 
I won't catch you. You'll catch me. I, I don't know why. Why is it the thing of, we'll see you next time. We won't see you. No one's seeing you. You're, you're seeing, you're, no one's see, you're not even seeing me because it's an audio. Weird. How do you sign off podcasts? I don't know.